1: Well, big few days coming up as I am in Las Vegas for the 2018 International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Convention and Trade Show. And it begins in just a couple of hours. And we will be providing exclusive coverage on Monday, this coming Monday, July 16th, beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Video coverage will take you right into the heart of the convention center And we will be giving you the latest intel on the newest cigar releases, newest brands, newest extensions, and all the news in the world of cigars. It is the epicenter of the cigar universe, and we are going to be there front and center. Nothing like Las Vegas in the middle of July, 115 degrees, but it's a dry heat. And as I tell everyone, if you want to compare, people say dry heat. It's not like being in the humidity of Florida. Warm up your oven to about 120 degrees, and then stick your head in, and you tell me if uh, it makes a difference whether it's dry heat or a humid heat. Makes no difference. Hot is hot. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Screw the enemies of pleasure. Make America great again. And how wonderful was it earlier this week to see His Excellency, President Donald J. Trump? And the reason I referenced that is because I saw that uh, Kim Jong-un sent a letter to President Trump and kept calling him Your Excellency. And so I now, of course, I'm waiting for the uh, enemies of Donald Trump to say, Oh, we've got to stop this. We've got to stop Kim Jong-un calling President Trump His Excellency because now President Trump will have his ego stroke so much that he'll give the entire farm over to North Korea. Well, we know that is an absolute load. But how great was it to see President Trump at NATO as an alpha male saying, enough is enough. We're not going to be taken advantage of. The United States is paying way more than their fair share, 70% of the budget of NATO, we're the ones that have been living by the agreement to ha- have at least 2% of a nation's GDP spent in military spending, defense spending, and all these other mooching countries, including Deutschland, Germany, and even though I've got German shepherds, still, I've got to point out that Germany under Angela Merkel, yeah, Frau Angela Merkel bottom line is, they are freeloaders, they are moochers, and I love all these people, all the Democrats that saying we need the rich to pay their fair share. Well, of course we know they are. But when it comes to NATO and other countries and our allies paying their fair share, all of a sudden when President Trump presses them on paying their fair share, they're singing a different tune. They are humming a different tune. All of a sudden it's like how can you go after these are our friends, our allies? And I got a kick out of the Secretary General of NATO after President Trump kind of uh, basically stated in clear, unequivocal terms that the U.S. is uh, is done paying their overwhelming share, it's time for the other country, European countries that are members of NATO, to step up. And the Secretary General says, "Well, Mr. President, he's from I think uh, Norway, if I'm not mistaken, and here Denmark, one of the one of the uh, Danish countries." And he says. Uh, 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 Mr. President, the uh, NATO has worked very well in defeating two world wars. Actually, that's not a very good uh, Norway. I, it's, Norwegian should be more like this. I'm from Norway. yeah. okay, this is better. Mr. President, first of all, let me introduce you to Inga from Norway. Very, very nice. Maybe he's from, is he from Sweden? Sergeant Steve, do me a favor. Is the Secretary General from Norway or Sweden? In any event, that's not going to change the accent I do, because Norway and Sweden, they all kind of sound the same. And the dames, beautiful. Blondes, absolutely marvelous, magnificent. But when Norway, thank you, from Norway, very Secretary General, Secretary General from Norway. So from Norway, he said, Mr. President, the, 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 the alliance we have had have worked just fantastic. It has worked great to to assist all the countries in defeating two world wars. Well, not so fast, my friend. First of all, NATO was not formed until after WW2, World War II, in 1949. Who were the ones, what country started World War I and World War II? I'll take Germany, Deutschland, for 100, Alex. Ding, ding, ding. That's our daily double. They started not one, but two world wars. Now, if you can tell me all you want the European countries were the ones that uh, defeated Germany. And one World War I and one World War II, not so fast. If it weren't for the United States, and yes, we had Canada. That assisted us. Our Canadian friends, our neighbors to the north, yes, they contributed. And England, yes. And, of course, France wants to take credit. France was overrun like a, 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 a like a snowflake by a snowplow in World War II. So, please, I don't want to hear about, oh, the French, they really gave up, the French army gave a big fight. They rolled over like a bunch of pansy asses that the French are. So when I hear the Secretary General mistakenly say, well, it was because of all the European countries that got together to defeat, the uh, to, to, to win World War I and World War II. Well, Germany was our enemy. So Germany was not part of NATO. NATO wasn't around. And the fact of the matter is it was the United States that always has and continues to do the heavy lifting. And I say enough is enough. And President Trump is right. And when I hear all these Washington elites in New York, in L.A., in in Washington, in their little bubble, their little cocoon, their lib cocoon, stating, oh, the president, he he went after our allies. These are our friends. They were there for us after 9-11. Great. Just the same way that we, by treaty, would be there for them if they are attacked. So don't give me this nonsense, well, they were there for us after 9-11. Well, by treaty agreement of NATO, we would be there for them. They were attacked? Absolutely. And President Trump was right, going after, talking about the the pipeline between Russia and Deutschland and Germany. Very, very shady. So when I hear these elitists criticize President Donald J. Trump and say, oh, you have to be friendly. These are are our friends. You You can't call out our friends. Here's the analogy that I like to use that I will share with you right now. And I'm sure you all can relate to this one way or another. Because as alphas, we're not cheap. Alpha males are not cheap. As alphas, we're more than happy to pay our fair share and more, whether it's at charity events, whether going out to dinner. But here's the analogy that I use. And this is a true story. Was playing golf, There's about uh, four of us that would always go out and play golf. So three and myself. And whenever the beverage cart woman would come around, we would always take turns and say, okay, great, you know what, here, I got it, my turn. No problem, what do you want? You want a beer, you want uh, snacks, whatever. Great, 30 bucks, great, fantastic, I got it. Then a few holes later, she'd come around again, and one of our other friends, they'd say, what do you want? And uh, another buddy would say, hey, I got it, this is my turn. And then it went to the third person, and then it came to the fourth person. And the fourth person, whenever the beverage cart Lady was about to come, and and provide snacks. He'd always be missing in action. He'd be in the in the you know in the woods, doing his business. He'd be somewhere else. We'd never find him. And then it was the same thing. We would all go to lunch afterward, and we never split it. We'd always say one guy would say, "Hey, you know what? It's my turn. Your turn. Whatever." And would always come to him, and he'd always again disappear. And the two other guys that I was with would always take and just, eh, that's how he is. Well, of course, me being the supreme alpha commander. When he left, I said, listen, none of us are going to pick this up. This is nonsense. This is now about the sixth time that he's tried to stiff everyone else. We all pay our fair share. He's a friend. So I said, we're not going to touch it. When he comes back, I said, give me the check because I know he'll come back once he sees that the check isn't in front of him, and I'll take care of it. Great, no problem. What are you going to do, Dave? I said, just let me handle it. I'm the alpha here. You just smile and go along for the ride. Long story short, he comes back, thinking the bill's paid. He's like, oh, we're ready to go? And I said, nope, not 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 ready. But I just reviewed the, the check, and it's all good. And I pushed it over to him. I said, your turn. This guy was about, I think he turned about 10 shades of green that he was actually going to have to pick up the tab. And we're not talking about a lot of money. We're talking for lunch And we're talking about again for four people, you know, having a couple of uh, drinks after a a round of golf and having a nice meal. I think the whole bill was maybe you know a hundred bucks. That's fairly reasonable considering there were drinks involved. We didn't go crazy. We weren't ordering you know ten pound lobsters or uh, or twenty pounds of stone crabs. So he looked and he said. Well great. He said, uh, let's all I'm looking at it here. He said, Great, everybody puts in twenty-five plus the, you know, the tip or whatever. So everybody puts in like thirty. And I looked at him, I said, We're not putting in anything. I said, You know what? These two guys aren't gonna tell you, but we're getting a little tired of us always picking up the beverage cart tab and then picking up lunch and you know where to be found. And he's like, Well, no, no, but yeah, but that's what friends do. We all pick and I said, Yeah, we are friends. But you tend to stiff everyone else, so there it is. And I told all the guys, "We're going. You pick up the tab." We have never heard from that guy ever again. This is a true story. Never called us to play golf. Never called us to go, not go out to lunch. And my other buddies would always be like, "Hey, yeah, Dave, let's go out to lunch, or whatever." And believe me, we'd all fight over who would take take the check because that's just how we are. So supposedly we're friends. As a friend, we sh- it shouldn't be incumbent upon the three of us, to tell him, hey, it's your turn now after six lunches and, uh, you know, 20 rounds of of a beverage cart lady coming around. It's time for you to buck up and pay your fair share. A true friend says, hey, I'm picking it up. You don't have to argue with him, and you don't have to prod him. So if our allies that are in NATO, Germany, and France, and England, and and, uh, Poland, and I think Poland is paying their fair share, I'm not sure, or pretty close, But any of these countries that are in NATO with us, if they're our friends, then start paying your fair share by agreement. And President Trump was 100% right to call them out. And that's what being an alpha male is. When you're right and you have conviction and you take a stand, as an alpha male, you are not afraid to express those convictions, even though you may offend some people at the table even though the truth may hurt to other people that you are engaged in business with or social activities with or, in this case, in treaties with. And I get a little tired of people saying, oh, but we're friends. We've set the course back. Where the hell are our friends when it comes time to write the check? Clearly, they were nowhere to be found. And Germany, who has got, I think, the equivalent of five working military jets, military aircraft fighter planes, has a lot of gall, because we're the ones that are putting it on the line if Russia ever attacks Germany, and yet Germany, with this pipeline, and a former chancellor, uh, Gerhard Schroeder, former chancellor, who, by the way, is getting millions, hundreds of millions, for organizing this pipeline deal from Russia, with love, to Germany, cutting out all the other NATO members. So we're paying all this money. We're putting our lives on the line. And Germany is enriching billions of dollars a year to Putin and his allies in Russia. And then the former chancellor of Germany is getting hundreds of millions and sits on the, uh, I believe he is the, uh, the chairman of the board of this pipeline company and also sits on the board or is an advisor of Gazprom, the big Russian oil company. And the elites have the audacity to criticize our president for sticking up for what's right. And the lesson that I want to make here is that as alpha males, no matter what happens to you, whether you're in business, social situation, there are times when it may be uncomfortable, but as an alpha male, you have to stick up and say enough is enough. President Trump did it. I did it with this other guy we played golf with that would never pay his fair share, whether it was snacks off the beverage cart or whether it was lunch, and we called him out. Well, I called him out because my two other friends weren't as alpha as I was, clearly there's always one who is the supreme alpha commander, and that's me. That's why I'm the global alpha male-in-chief and the global five-star general, because I'm not going to kowtow. I'm not going to whimper and say, oh, I, I hate to say this, but it's your turn to pay. No, I was authoritarian and said, very authoritative, and I said, here's the check. Your turn. We're getting tired of, of uh, picking up your tab all the time. Your turn. And again. That means you have to be unpopular sometimes. That means you have to be the bad guy. But as alphas, we don't care because we believe in ourselves, we believe in our convictions, and we are unafraid to express those convictions. And to those that would criticize President Trump, or some would even criticize me saying, oh, wait a minute, I can't believe you actually made the guy pay. The answer is that's what being an alpha male, a decisive alpha male, is all about. Never heard from this f- supposed friend again, so guess what? Really wasn't my friend. And I always say, I think it's important every so often it's good to purge friends because you know what I find, and, I've, and I know you all have found the same thing. There are times when something happens to someone, you're there for them, you call them, you follow up, uh, whatever, whether it's a health issue, whether it's a business issue, a personal issue, and yet when the shoe's on the other foot, they're nowhere to be found. They're in witness protection, and I had that happen to me. And so consequently, I looked and said, you know, every so often you do spring cleaning in your house, you clean your office, you clean your home, you clean your garage, every so often you should do that on your personal life, too, because then you realize, hey, you know what, that person's really not my friend. They're takers. You want people that where it's a a friendship is a two-way street, and when it's one way, it's time to hit the eject button. All right, when we come back, lots to get to today. Fragrance. Wearing cologne, wearing perfume is now going to be considered the second-hand smoke. It's coming. I can't wait for some of these enemies of Cologne to say, General, you cannot wear your Bulgari. You cannot wear your Dolce Gabbana. You cannot wear your Chanel blue. You are offending us just like Southwest Airlines has just ended peanuts on their flights. Four percent, supposedly, of Americans have a peanut allergy. And don't get me started on that, because how come we never saw peanut allergies when we were all growing up? So when we come back, we'll get into it. Lots to get to today. Again, the start of the Cigar Retailers Convention comes up in a few hours. I will make my way over from my hotel here in very hot and very, very dry heat uh, Vegas, over to the Las Vegas Convention Center. And on Monday, beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern, exclusive video coverage, we will take you inside the Convention Center Hall. We'll give you some exclusive tours. And our coverage at CigarDave.com, as well as all of our social media feeds, is presented by Gurkha Cigars Davidoff. Alec Bradley Cigars and Drew Estate. We will continue around the corner.
0: The 2018
1: Alpha Pleasure
0: Fest on the Water presented by Gurkha Cigars is Saturday, August 11th at Buffalo River Works in the Western New York Theater of Operations. It's a day full of alpha male pleasure, including six premium Gurkha cigars, including three soon-to-be-released new brands, distilled spirit tastings, craft beers from Hamburg Brewery, and a buffet fit. For the Alpha Male, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 11th in Buffalo, New York. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com.
2: Quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the
3: risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
1: Fellow alphas, we are cutting edge when it comes to technology. And state-of-the-art technology demands that we have the Cigar Dave Show available for you 24-7, 365, anywhere on the planet. And that's why we keep continuing to improve the Cigar Dave mobile app for iPhone and for Android. If you do not have the Cigar Dave mobile app, you are missing out on the ability to listen to the Cigar Dave show live on your mobile device Saturday noon to 2 Eastern time. We also play a continuous loop after the show, and we also have podcasts available on demand in addition to numerous other features. So do not delay. Go to the App Store, either in iOS, the Apple Store, or Android, and download the Cigar Dave mobile app. Just search Cigar Dave, and you can listen to The Cigar Dave Show 24-7, 365. Never miss an episode. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app right now. All right, as we are getting set for the start of the Cigar Retailers Convention here in Las Vegas, just reminding you that coming up on Monday... This Monday, July 16th, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we begin our exclusive video coverage of the Cigar Retailers Convention. We'll take you into the Convention Center Hall, show you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. We will go to individual booths, and remember, it's not open to the public. So you do not have the opportunity to come in off the street, even if you live in Vegas. So we take you there as only we can, and then we're going to do a giant tour, a big probably 15-minute walk around at the end to show you from the beginning until the uh, end of the uh, hall, and we'll never know who we're going to run into on the way. So our 2018 IPCPR coverage begins this coming Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, at CigarDave.com, and we will be uh, streaming it live on all of the various social media sites, YouTube. Uh, Twitter and Facebook coverage presented by Gurkha Cigars, Davidoff, Alec Bradley Cigars, and Drew Estate. And don't forget, we are just, uh, Sergeant Steve, what are we, four weeks away now? F- four weeks exactly from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo, New York, Western New York Theater of Operations, Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Buffalo Riverworks, downtown Buffalo, presented by Gurkha Cigars. We are going to be launching... The, uh, some great new cigars from Gurkha that are, I've had tasted two of the three. Phenomenal. You're going to enjoy them. Everybody in attendance receives six great premium Gurkha cigars, a nice gift bag, huge alpha male buffet, a feast uh, really deserving of an alpha male from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. We're going to have samplings of tons of spirits, craft beers from Hamburg Brewing, live Cigar Dave show from noon to two. It'll be a day of cigars, delicacies, libations, and a live Cigar Dave National Broadcast. Info and tickets, CigarDave.com. Go there right now. The General is
0: always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with The General now at Cigar Dave Show. Unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for
1: national cigar lightation maneuvers. Well, the June 2018 Officers Club sampler selection was the Drew Estate sampler, and it included three cigars one that I will smoke in a few weeks, the FSG, Florida Sun Grown by Drew Estate, the Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio, full bodied muscle cigar, very pleasant. And the Acid Kuba Kuba. Now, the Acid Kuba Kuba we included because one of the things I like to do in the Officers Club is to provide various tastes, various unique cigars. Now, I knew that the Acid Kuba Kuba, there are going to be many people that say, I love this cigar. And some people say, "Eh, it's not for me. And I'm one of those people that says the Acid Kuba Kuba, once in a while, I'll smoke and I'll enjoy it. But is it a regular cigar for me? No. Is it a regular cigar for many people? And the answer is yes. How do I know that? Because you would be shocked to know that the Acid Cuba Cuba is probably the best-selling cigar in the world. Now, what makes Acid unique? This comes from Drew Estate, and I remember when they launched these, got to be 15, 18 years ago. They're very different in that it is a kaleidoscope of unique fermentation techniques that are used on Acid's tobaccos. They use some botanicals, some essential oils. It's fantastic uh, cigar tobaccos. In fact, the Cuba Cuba is a really a big, fat, medium-bodied uh, cigar. And the wrapper on this particular cigar is a Sumatra wrapper made in Nicaragua, Drew Estates factory. And it, it comes in various different types. There's the Acid Cuba Cuba, the Cuba Cuba Maduro, the Cuba Cuba Candela, We've got the Cuba Cuba, which is the original. It is a very, very unique cigar in terms of taste. It's a Robusto size, 5 inches in length with a 54 ring gauge. And suggest suggested retail on the cigars for, I would say, if you're going to buy a box of 24, you're probably looking around $10, $11, $12 a cigar. It's a unique cigar smoking experience. It is not for everyone. And this is the first time we've included a botanical, and infused herb type of cigar. And I received many comments from people saying, General, that was unique. Would I go out and purchase that all the time? No, but I enjoyed it. Would I buy it every so often? Yes. And then I had those people that emailed me saying, hey, great selection. Never had an acid. Loved it. It's unique, but I loved it. And then I had a couple of people that said, eh, not for me. I'm going to cancel my Officers Club membership. This is not a premium cigar. Au contraire. The Acid Cuba Cuba is most certainly, most definitely a premium, long filler premium cigar. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Now, it may not be suitable to a certain person's taste profile, and that's why we didn't do three of the Acid Cuba Cubas. We did one. We want to do a nice Drew Estate sampler. And one of the things that when you become a member of the Officers Club that I say is, if you only like a mild-bodied cigar or only like Maduros or only like fuller-flavored cigars or only like uh, Robustos or only like Torpedoes, don't join the Officers Club. I'm very candid about that. And we have a very, very liberal cancellation policy. We don't sell long-term memberships. It's month to month. If you're not happy, go ahead and cancel because I don't want an unhappy member. So I had one member that uh, sent by Twitter in an email saying the Acid Cuba Cuba is not a premium cigar. That's not what I paid for. Well, if you look. On the frequently asked questions and the sign-up sheet or the sign-up page at CigarDave.com for the Officers Club, we make it very clear. This is for people who want to sample different types of flavors, different sizes, different countries. This isn't for someone that only says, I only like mild-bodied cigars with a Connecticut wrapper. If that's the case, do not join, and we're very upfront about it. But if you want to expand your palate, you want to try new things, then the Officers Club is for you. And so, therefore, the Acid Cuba Cuba, in my estimation, the first time in, I think, 17 years of doing the Officer's Club, that we've included an infused and botanical cigar. Flavored type of cigar. But it's a premium cigar, and that's what I'm going to smoke today. And as I smell this cigar, it's got very unique aromas. I mean, it, it, it the infusion, there's sweetness, there's almost... Uh, I'm smelling like honey, I'm smelling... It's just tough to describe spices. It's just very, very unique. And there is going to be a sweetness to this cigar, no question about it. But what Drew Estate did and Jonathan Drew early on, they came out with something unique that the industry had not seen. So much so that it's now probably the top one, two, or three, I think probably the top one or two cigars sold in the world. So today, the Acid Cuba Cuba, it is a Toro. Six inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. Suggested retail is going to be in the $10, $11 category. Very unique cigar. Not an everyday cigar for me. But once in a while, I will splurge and I will enjoy it. And it's all personal preference. There's no right. There's no wrong. But clearly, Drew Estate's doing something right because they're selling a ton of these Acid Kuba Kubas. Cigar altering
0: and highly sharpened leaf exposing device.
1: Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel
0: guillotine ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing
1: apparatus. Well, let me shake that. You can hear those. Those are my cedar matches. I'm on a cedar match kick. I absolutely love these 4-inch cedar matches, these cigar cedar matches. Just an elegant way to light your cigar, to toast the cigar, puff it or rotate. I just find it very elegant, and you can take them on airplanes no problem. So that's what I will use today, my 4-inch very elegant cigar cedar matches
0: cigar. cigar pre-litation checklist complete no faults detected area clear of all enemies of pleasure approval to go throttle up in three two one
1: perfect cut. i will take my four-inch cedar cigar match there it is. Got is i'm going to angle i'm going to hold i don't want to blow this match out so what i'm doing is I'm actually holding it at about a 45 to 50 degree angle downward, and therefore the flame is going to travel up the match. Then I take it to a horizontal position so it burns slower. And I'm toasting the foot of this cigar, taking my time, this Acid Kuba Kuba. Interesting, unique aromas coming off this infused botanical cigar. I will puff and rotate.
2: Hmm. Can here hear
1: that? Nice draw. Wow. Sweetness right off the bat. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Very nice. Blow on the foot. Still have about two inches of my match left, so I'll puff and rotate, finishing up. Mm-hmm. extinguish the match, and very nice. Unique. This would not be, and I've, I've told this to, uh, to Jonathan Drew, I told to the guys at Drew Estate, this would not be my everyday cigar. Now, do I love some of their other cigars? They're Undercrown? You better believe it. And that's why they've got something for everybody. You want Undercrown. They've got it. They've got the FSG. They've got some new cigars coming out by a Willie Herrera that I cannot wait to sample at the Cigar Retailers Convention starting in about uh, an hour or so. But it's not for everybody. But the Acid Cuba Cuba is a unique smoking experience, and that's why I wanted to include it. All right, so cigars now lit. I need something that would pair up appropriately. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence
0: thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers.
1: So I was thinking, late yesterday, what would be an appropriate cigar, uh, appropriate libation to go? I knew I was going to smoke the Acid Cuva cuba today. What is an appropriate libation? And I'm thinking about this, and I'm saying, well, would it be bourbon? Probably not. You know, you could do flavored vodkas, but that doesn't do anything for me. Could I do a, a a Chardonnay? That would probably pair up. But then I got thinking. Wait a minute. This Acid Cuba Cuba is going to have some very unique flavors, some sweetness from some botanicals. How about pairing up a Tawny port? So, got me thinking. What's one of my favorite Tawny ports? And that is the Saniman 20-year-old Porto Tawny 20. It is a magnificent, magnificent port. It's going to run you about 50 bucks, And I've got the bottle right here. It's a fortified. Now, port is a fortified type of spirit. Remember, it starts off as uh, a wine, really is what it is. I'm going to pour a little bit here. It's got a very nice almost medium oaky brown color. Now, ports are aged in wooden casks, which concentrates their fruit and flavor, and the color matures from a deep ruby to an amber. So on this tawny port, just some of the aromas on here are Very unique. It's got an amber-gold color to it, made, obviously, in Portugal. Hmm. Let me just smell and give you some other notes here. Definitely some vanilla, some honey, some spices. I will say cheers. Take a sip. Hmm. Mm hmm Ah. Now, here's the varieties of grape used. Toriga Franca. Tinta Roriz, Tinta Amarela, Tinta baroca and Tinto Cow. That's C-A-O, cow. Very, very pleasant. Take another sip. Definitely some complexity, some spices, nuttiness, vanilla. A little bit of warmth. Very, very nice. Some sweetness. It's very good. Perfect pairing. Sandman, 20-year-old port. About $50 a bottle. And if you don't know anything about port, you say, I don't know what to get. Sandeman is great. You can never go wrong with Fonseca bin number 27. Going to be a little bit sweeter than the Sandamin, but you can absolutely never go wrong. So now I've got my acid Cuba. Cuba, take a puff of that. Mm. Take a sip of my Sandeman Porto 2020. Mm. Ah, yes. Nothing like... Nothing like port in a cigar at uh, 926, what is it, Uh, let me see here, right around uh, 940 a.m. Pacific time. It's never too early. And I'm still on Eastern time, so it's not a big deal. It's actually right around, you know, 1240 Eastern time. So any time, day or night, and believe me, there is going to be a ton of cigars that I'm sampling. And people say, General, how many cigars do you smoke when you're at the Cigar Retailers Convention? Well, the answer is not as many as you may think. What I will do is, and I tell this to all the manufacturers when they give me a cigar, I say, I'm going to smoke maybe about a half an inch just to get the tone. I take some notes, and then they give me samples to take back with me so I can smoke them on a clean palate. And between every cigar, I always stop all the booze, usually have a little bit of espresso or coffee, and just some black espresso, black coffee, just a sip, swish it around my mouth, just to cleanse the palate a little bit so I can sample the next cigar. But I will be tweeting, and we will be providing updates for you So make sure you follow me, all the social media uh, postings, Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook, Cigar Dave, YouTube, Cigar Dave, Instagram, Cigar Dave. Just go to CigarDave.com, upper right-hand corner. We've got all the links to follow me on social media. All right, one quick reminder here. Don't forget. Actually, two things. Join the Officers' Club in July Oh, in about 10 days, we've got a fabulous selection of cigars from Sindicato that are going to be shipped to our Officers Club members. They're going to get a Sindicato Maduro, a nice medium to full-size premium cigar. They're Particulares. It originally a Cuban brand. Now it is a Nicaraguan Puro. And the new Cubico, a nice box-press cube-looking cigar that will be released today at the Cigar Retailers Convention. Our Officers Club members will be amongst the first in the nation and in the world to sample that. If you're not a member, go to cigardave.com, 2295 per month. Get you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. And don't forget, we're exactly four weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, Buffalo, New York, my hometown. We cannot wait to get back to the Western New York Theater of Operations. Our entire crew will be front and center. And I know that Colonel Ange and Butcher Dave have something very special planned. On the grill. So we can't wait to get to that. A day of cigars, delicacies, libations, live cigar day, nationwide broadcast. It's tons of great food, great goodies. Six Gurkha premium cigars, including three of their brand new cigars, their Chateau Privé. When you uh, come in, you're going to love that cigar. Phenomenal cigar, phenomenal packaging. Just a great day. You get everything included, samples of spirits, craft beers from Hamburg Brewing. And we want to thank our great sponsors and presenters. Of course, Gurkha Cigars, Hamburg Brewing, the Tinderbox, Buffalo, and our great affiliate in Buffalo, News Talk 930 WBEN. Go to CigarDave.com. Info and tickets, Cigar Dave, Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The July selection for the Cigar Dave Officers
0: Club is a Syndicato sampler, including particulares. This cigar incorporates 100% Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a Puro blend that mimics the classic Cuban profile. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com.
4: Fertile fields of the Connecticut River Valley, there is still one cigar brand who grows their own Connecticut shade wrappers, Monte Cristo. Prized for its unique silky texture, this exquisite tobacco has now been used to craft a cigar worthy of its name, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut. Building on the legacy of the beloved Monte Cristo White series, this excellent medium to full-bodied cigar is rich, flavorful, and complex. Crafted with only the finest vintage 2008 wrapper leaves, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut cigar has subtle notes of spices, vanilla, and hazelnuts. Packaged in a gorgeous handcrafted box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Pick up a Monte Cristo White Vintage today and experience the spirit of the valley. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do
0: not inhale. America's alpha male with nads of steel. The General Cigar Dave.
1: As I take a puff on my acid Cuba Cuba. Hmm. Take a sip of my cinnamon 2420. Hmm. Perfect segue into talking about some spirits related items. First of all, a couple of weeks ago, told you about a massive bourbon warehouse collapse. The Barton 1792 Distillery in Bardstown, one of their warehouses, which held 18,000 barrels, not 18, not 1,800, 18,000 barrels of beautiful, properly aged Kentucky bourbon, collapsed. Half the building collapsed. Barrels everywhere. This is an old building. A, a, uh, a really, really old building, so clearly structural issues. And the the building, just half of it just boom, just collapsed, gone. Bourbon spilled all over the place. They're trying to see if they can recover, if they were able to recover some barrels. They never had a cause, but clearly it's an older building because the, the building was built in the 1940s. And when you look at some of these warehouses, I mean, basically, it is. there's nothing high-tech about them. They've got these giant barrels on these on these racks that are supported by big wood beams. And, you know, you're looking at a building from the 1940s, and you're talking about humidity, you're talking about heat, you're talking about the elements. Not like a building built today and boom, gone. That's why the distillers never keep all their supply in one building, two buildings, three buildings. When I toured numerous distilleries, Jack Daniels, for example, in uh, Tennessee, Lynchburg, Tennessee, they are strewn across probably several dozen buildings within a several-mile radius. That way something happens to one building or another, they are still technically in business. Eighteen thousand, hell of 18,000 barrels, about half of them were affected. And they actually, because the distillery is near a waterway, they were checking to make sure none of the whiskey had spilled into the water supply. Now, I contend that's not a bad thing. That would be great. You know, you go to brush your teeth. Hmm, boy, this Crest toothpaste has a little bit of hints of uh, of Kentucky bourbon. I say that would be a good thing. But no contamination, according to the emergency management officials in that area. And uh, because there is a basement in that building, it contained much of the spill. So in the several weeks, the two weeks since the building collapsed, they were clearly keeping an eye on things and trying to recover things well- The remaining whiskey barrels, the remaining building collapsed a couple of days ago after uh, the rest of the storage building collapsed a few weeks before. And actually, it collapsed on July 4th. the, The news came out a couple of days ago, but the rest of the structure collapsed July 4th at the Barton 1792 Distillery. And when you think about it, it's kind of appropriate because bourbon is a quintessential American spirit made of corn because corn indigenous to the United States of America. Therefore, besides rye, bourbon really be- bourbon whiskey became the, the uh, American distilled spirit. And now it has become nothing more, the Barton 1792 distillery uh, aging building has become nothing more than a mountain of bourbon barrels. And the final collapse sent tons of bourbon into retention ponds. So about 120,000 gallons had been captured in two retention ponds. The owner of the distillery is Louisiana-based Sazerac, which also owns the Buffalo Trace Distillery. They did not comment on the uh, collapse. There's no indication that any of the waterways are being affected. But when you think about that, all that, you know, the the 18,000 barrels, the 120,000 gallons That's whiskey, bourbon whiskey that's been aging for years and years and years in new charred oak barrels, gone. Can't be replaced. The good news is they have other storage areas, but when you think about that, when it's done, it's done. It's like cigars. You know, you've got Mother Nature, you've got the elements, you've got uh, weather, you've got rain, you've got natural disasters, you've got fire. I mean, we look at some of the, I remember the, at the Chateau de la Fuente, a couple of their curing barns and aging barns where tons of uh, aged cigar tobaccos from Chateau de la Fuente went up in flames. Lightning storm caused the fire, gone. But again, that's why the cigar manufacturers also keep things spread out. Now, here's another interesting thing that I saw. I'm enjoying my cognac. It's 50 bucks a barrel for this. A correction: my my uh, my port, not the cognac, but my Sandaman, uh Tawny Port. 50 bucks for a bottle. A miniature bottle of 32-year-old Macallan that was distilled in 1937. Expected to fetch about $1500 at a rare whiskey auction and it should I think the auction is taking place in the next day or two the macallan dram distilled in 1937 bottle of 1969 going on sale now think about that that's a dram that's a mini for 1500 bucks now you talk about a very rare whiskey again being aged that long i'm sure it is phenomenal but you don't have to spend $1500 for a shot to enjoy whiskey. You can enjoy great bourbon, great scotch, 20, 30, 40, 50, 80 bucks a bottle. And that's exactly what I'm doing, $50 a bottle for this cognac. It's fantastic. We'll continue our number two the Cigar Dave Show from Las Vegas, where we're getting ready for the start of the Cigar Retailers Convention in just a couple of hours.
0: This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave.
1: Well, I'm getting very excited because in uh, less, well, just about an hour, I will be making my way from my hotel here in Las Vegas, the site of the 2018 International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Convention, take a two-minute walk over to the Las Vegas Convention Center, and I will be exploring the 300,000 square feet of exhibit space where all the cigar manufacturers will be launching their brand-new cigars, new brands, new line extensions, new blends. Everything in the world of cigars, it is the epicenter for being a cigar connoisseur, and the good news is, even though it's not open to the public, I make it open to the public by providing you with exclusive video coverage. And even though we're not going to start our video coverage till Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern, We will have the skinny with social media and uh, on our website well before our exclusive video coverage begins Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern time. We'll take you right into the hall. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. Nothing like Vegas in the summer. We're, uh, what, we're expecting, I think, uh, like 108, 110 degrees. The only good thing about Vegas in the summer? Yeah, right, nothing. But that's where uh, it's the only place about in America where they can have a cigar-friendly convention these days. It is sad. We used to the convention used to rotate, whether it was Tampa or it was Cincinnati or Orlando or Nashville, Vegas. Uh, it, it used to rotate. Those days are long gone. So we got to schlep all the way out to Las Vegas in the middle of the summer, and it is indeed brutal. Just, as opposed to Florida, living in the cigar city of Tampa. Everyone says, well, it's hot and humid in Tampa. Well, we get the afternoon rainstorms in the summer. So that brings the temperature down. That cools it from the low, the mid-90s, usually down into the 80s. And you say, well, geez, what's 10, 12 degrees? It makes a big difference. And at night, when the sun dips, it's pleasant. Before I left, the last few nights in the cigar city of Tampa was actually very, very pleasant. And then it just got... It, it, during the day, though, it can be certainly hot and humid. But in Vegas... Last night, went out for dinner, Piero's, one of my favorite places, P-I-E-R apostrophe S, Piero's, right on Convention Center Boulevard, a Las Vegas institution, all the locals go there, the Rat Pack used to go there, one of my favorites. You get out of there at 10.30 at night, it's still like walking into a sauna, 110, 112 degrees, there's no relief. And when the sun beats, it's even worse, but even at night, It's brutal. As compared again to Florida, where we get those afternoon thunderstorms, cools things down. Nights are actually pretty pleasant. But in any event, we're out here and cannot wait to start walking the show floor. I already uh, have about a list of a hundred or so new brands and cigars that are being released, so we will be providing you updates on social media as we go along. And our coverage this Monday, this Monday begins Monday, July sixteenth, one p.m. Eastern time. And it's presented by Gurkha Cigars, Davidoff, Alec Bradley, and Drew Estate. And we will be roaming the show floor. We'll be going in various booths, getting interviews. We'll do a giant sweep of the entire convention center hall. It takes me about 15, 20 minutes, but we'll go with our camera crew. And I start at the beginning, and I just keep walking. And along the way, I'll always run into people that, I'll, that I know, and they'll chit-chat. So you never know how long it's going to take. It's one of those things where we just start, and we make our way through the entire convention center. And we always have a lot of fun with that. So that will be Monday beginning at 1 o'clock. And I anticipate our coverage will go probably until uh, somewhere around 5 or 6 p.m. Eastern time. We will take breaks. But all the, the, the coverage will begin at CigarDave.com. We'll also have it on YouTube, on uh, our mobile app. Sergeant Steve, it will be on our mobile app, correct? Okay, beautiful. On the Cigar Dave mobile app, another reason why you should download that for both your uh, iPhone, your iPad, as well as your Android device. Make sure you go to the Google Play Store or the App Store or the Apple App Store and uh, just do a search of Cigar Dave. Download that. It will also be available on our Twitter feed through Periscope as well as our Facebook uh, live feed. So we're very excited to be presenting to you that exclusive coverage of the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention this Monday, beginning 1 p.m., and it will all be archived. So even if you miss it during the day, we'll have a repeat. Sergeant Steve, I think we're going to do it what? Uh, Like uh, we're going to do it prime time, like 8 p.m. Eastern time. It will run in a continuous loop. Is that how we're going to do it? Posted so it will be on demand. Great. Fantastic. So it will be posted, and uh, that special page will be at CigarDave.com. It will be posted for the entire year, so you'll be able to always look back. So just go to CigarDave.com or the Cigar Dave mobile app. Mark it down, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, this coming Monday, July 16th, our exclusive cigar retailers convention coverage. And we thank the uh, people from Gurkha, Davidoff, Alec Bradley, and Drew Estate. Now, I love smelling good. As an alpha male, I believe in proper grooming, I believe in looking good, I believe in smelling good, I'm properly shaved. In fact as I feel my baby face skin, it's like a baby's ass. I mean it's just so incredibly smooth. And again, I use some special shave treatments and I always shave in the shower. Keeps it nice and moist, nice bare, nice uh, a little moisture as you uh, you make your way down your your whiskers. And we've done shows on shaving. And one thing that always was amazing to me. When you wake up in the morning, your whiskers are the equivalent strength of copper, thin copper wire. So think about that. That's why it's very important that you prep your skin when you shave. I like shaving in the shower. You get that humid, moist air. It's warm. It's wet. Softens the beard. I apply a uh, special lubricant on my skin. And then I just use regular uh, shave foam. I used to use all the others, fancy ones, the comes out of the tube and the shave. No, I just use shave foam, but the key is a sharp razor. Now, I use the Gillette Fusion. Now, here's one thing. You see all these shave clubs that come around, and all these shave clubs say, oh, this ra- this this razor is good for three weeks. And Gillette's saying, oh, you only have to repl- to compete. They say, you only have to replace your blade every three weeks. Baloney. I've got a very strong, very thick beard, and I can tell you, That if I were to go three weeks with the same blade, my face would be uh, a trail of of giant uh, cuts and nicks, and I'd get a horrible shave. I have to change my blade. If I shave every day, usually every once a week I have to shave anywhere between – Usually I can get five, six days to about eight, nine days. But to me, I usually change it every week. And the reason being is after that, it starts getting very painful because I like a close shave. It doesn't cut properly. So I need a shave every week. And then when I'm done, I put some witch hazel afterwards to make sure that my skin is properly conditioned afterwards. And then when I'm done with grooming procedures, I like to put on my cologne. Now, there's different colognes that I like. I've stated to you many times, Bulgari, the original, is my favorite. I get compliments everywhere I go. You can never go wrong with Bulgari. It's a wonderful fragrance. I like more of a citrusy-based fragrance. I don't like a heavy, woody, musk-type of scent. Living in Florida in a tropical climate year-round, I like something that's fresh and clean. In the winter, when it's a little cooler outside at night, yeah, I'll probably do some Dolce & Gabbana, a little bit different, a heavier scent, but I certainly will not do it for most of the year here in Florida, and especially now that I'm in Vegas. So I like more of a citrus type of scent. So to me, I love Bulgari. That's my number one. I love Dunhill Fresh. A slightly heavier but somewhat citrusy uh, uh, scent cologne that I also enjoy is the Chanel Blue. Very much enjoy that. So those are my go-tos. And I will always look at some newer Aqua de Jo by Giorgio Armani, aqua de joe, G-I-O, how it's spelled. is very light, very f- uh, fresh, very citrusy, very lemony. I'll enjoy that, too. But I have never once gone somewhere where people have said, oh, what are you wearing? It smells terrible. Everywhere I go, yesterday, going, uh, getting uh, on the plane, a woman behind me sniffs and says, general. Or she didn't know it was general. When she heard my voice afterwards, she recognized me. But she said, excuse me, what are you wearing? And I said, I'm wearing uh i'm wearing bulgari and she looked and said it smells fantastic and then she proceeded to tell me she said wait a minute your voice sounds familiar where do i know you said well i'm the general cigar day she goes yes yeah my husband loves your show he goes i love your show love the alpha male thing she's like hold on a second i gotta write this down And she starts typing it down in her phone i said easy you know just remember it's it's bulgari you cannot go wrong the original they come they've got like five or six line extensions but the original to me is still the absolute best I've never gone somewhere where people say, oh, your, your your cologne is offending me. It's terrible. Everywhere I go, I've, everywhere, bank, restaurant, on an airplane, airport, you name it, hotel, someone will always stop me saying, what are you wearing? The number one requested item from women of their men is that they wear cologne. I cannot tell you the number of women that have come up to me saying, I I wish I could get my husband to wear cologne like you wear. What can I do? And I'm like, listen, if your husband doesn't wear cologne, there's nothing I can do about it. Real alphas wear cologne. That's how it is. We like to look good. We like to be properly groomed. We like to smell good. And I I love the compliments when I'm walking and someone says, oh, my God, you smell incredible. What is that? You don't want to smell rancid throughout the day, especially when it's hot and humid. And what I found is as you sweat throughout the day, you're sweating a nice per- a cologne. You're not, you know, basically, you don't smell like bad body odor. You smell like Bulgari as you sweat. Well, the latest assault, first it was secondhand smoke with cigars, pipes, and cigarettes. And now the next bastion of the enemies of pleasure, the enemies of scent, is now fragrance. Now we're seeing a concerted effort by those people that wanted to create a hysteria with secondhand smoke. Now they want to do it with secondhand scent. They're going after your cologne. They're going after your perfume, ladies, guaranteed. And I just saw this that captured my attention, that in 2009, there was a meta-analysis of studies on fragrance, a fragrance entitled Fragrance in the Workplace is the New Secondhand Smoke. So that was 10 years ago. And then they go on to say, but once the dangers were finally public, it only took a few years before smoke-free workplace laws were enacted across the nation. So what they did is they said, see what we did with with, uh, smoke, secondhand smoke? We can do the same thing with secondhand fragrance or secondhand scent whether it's in beauty products and household cleaners now what they want to do is these enemies of scent want to have fragrance free workplaces hotel rooms sections in restaurants nobody's complaining i've never had somebody complain to me saying you smell great now i've had plenty of women that are wearing bad perfume or like oh my god ladies please that is terrible you got to get rid of that avon garbage seriously get something nice Get you know go to one of the nice uh, 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 perfume counters in one of the uh, the stores where it's Saks or Neiman's or Dillard's or no, not Dillard's but uh, Nordstrom I mean Dillard's too has it as well get something that smells nice and now what's happening is there is a concerted effort to put fragrance on the same trajectory as secondhand smoke the lead authors of the paper Loyola University Maryland uh, of Maryland management professor Christy... De Vader. And University of Maryland nursing professor Paxson Barber, a Barker are saying that they want to take fragrance and put it in the same exact category as secondhand smoke. And they're saying that the U.S. consumers today are uneducated about the dangers of fragrances, as the average American was to the dangers of secondhand smoke in the 1960s. Now, they're not only talking about perfumes and colognes, but they're talking about... Hidden fragrances. They're talking about uh, you know like Febreze, and they're talking about uh, 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 fragrance that is used in cleaning products and so on. You go to California now, you go to a hotel. On the mirror, there's a giant warning label, a sticker saying, "Warning: Products used to clean this room could be uh, known are known carcinogens to man." Well, I'm not planning on drinking the ammonia, and I'm not planning on drinking the marble cleaner or the bathtub cleaner, but You still want to have the place clean. But what they're doing now is they are trying to label fragrance, make it an evil four-letter word. So what they want to do now is say, okay, anything that has fragrance in it, whether it's perfume, whether it is a cleaning spray, whatever it is, a candle, we want to go after it. And what they're saying now is that breathing problems, people that have asthma and hay fever, it's being exacerbated by fragrance. In Nova Scotia, when they went fragrance free, apparently in public spaces, perfume sales dropped 30%. And what they're saying is it's now beneficial to those people now because they're not being exposed to scents and fragrance. It's a load of nonsense. This is hysteria. What did I always what have I always told you? When these enemies of cigars, these enemies of pleasure, are done with cigars and steaks. And they're done with secondhand smoke. Now they're saying there's thirdhand smoke. They're gonna go after anything that we enjoy. So they're going after our perfume. They're going after or women's perfume. They're going after men's cologne. They're going after Febreze. You know, I buy those trash bags that have the lemon scent in there. They're going after those. They're going after scented candles. You go into a restroom, you see that they have those little cans that every like uh, three minutes spray one spray so it smells nice. They're gonna go after that. Why? Because these people, these enemies of pleasure, these pleasure Nazis, are so miserable in their own lives that the only way they derive pleasure is to inflict misery on those people who do enjoy cigars, who do enjoy steak, who do enjoy coffee, who do like smelling good, who like lighting a candle and having their office smell nice. That's how they derive their pleasure. These are busybodies. These are modern-day Gladys Kravitzes from Bewitched. Remember the lady the neighbor across the street that would always have her head to the window and was a little like a yenta, a little tattletale? And every time something happened, she'd go, Abner, look what they're doing, Abner. She was grating. She was like Hillary Clinton in the 1960s. Same type of grating, screeching, uh, uh, talk and voice. And that's what these people are doing today. Wearing your cologne, wearing your perfumes, having an office that smells nice or, or a, a kitchen that smells nice because you use some Febreze or whatever fragrance you want to use, that's not a negative. It's not as if we are taking the spray and spraying it right up our nostrils. Now, that's a different story. If you take some Lysol spray, and I like the clean linen scent, but if you take some Lysol and you spray it and then you start saying, let me inhale the Lysol. Ah, smell that Lysol right in my lungs. No, that's for any product. When I spray on my cologne, I'm not spraying it up my nostrils. It's not, uh, it's not nasal decongestion decongestant, but I'm doing it in a manner that is consistent so that I smell nice, go sprays on my body, whether I, I, I have a candle that's lit in my office or my home, not bothering anybody. So to all those people that say we want to take away your right to smell good, Go ahead and try to get my Bulgari, my Dunhill Fresh, my Chanel Blue out of my hands, my alpha male-laden hands. It is not going to happen. And I'm getting tired of these enemies of pleasure, these little busybodies, these pleasure Nazis that just have nothing better to do than to inflict themselves into our lives. Enough is enough. Screw the Enemies of Pleasure.
0: The 2018 Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 11th at Buffalo River Works in the Western New York Theater of Operations. It's a day full of alpha male pleasure, including six premium Gurkha cigars, including three soon-to-be released new brands, distilled spirit tastings, craft beers from Hamburg Brewery, and a buffet fit for the alpha male. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 11th in Buffalo, New York. Get your tickets now at cigardave.com.
4: If you're like millions of cigar buffs, you've enjoyed a love affair with Romeo y Julieta. Your passion has made it the world's best known brand, trusted to deliver an excellent mild smoke. But now you're ready for something new and avant-garde, something bolder with more panache. Now there's Romeo by Romeo y Julieta, a modern fuller bodied smoke created to lead an exciting new trend in luxury cigars. Romeo is our finest Romeo e Julieta. An awesome manly smoke, robust and rich in complex flavor sensations. Each leaf is carefully selected, delicately aged and meticulously crafted by expert hands full of wisdom and tenderness. Hands with decades of experience culminating in an unforgettable smoke. Your first Romeo will blow you away. The passion you've always felt will soar to new heights. You'll discover the passion that burns within. Visit The Cigar Life on Facebook and Twitter. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease.
1: Before we continue, I must wish a very happy birthday to Lieutenant Gary, who is our... uh, Lieutenant in charge of logistical operations in the Western New York Theater of Operations, a very giant help as we put together the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo, Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Buffalo River Works downtown Buffalo, presented by Gurkha Cigars. Lieutenant Gary has assisted greatly in procuring some of the goodies as well as uh, numerous logistical uh, challenges that uh, he has taken on. So we thank him. And I think Mrs. of 1's birthday was just not that too long ago. A uh, uh, few weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. Two, three weeks ago. So very happy birthday to Lieutenant Gary. We look forward to going to the very exclusive and classified Gary O'Brien's pub somewhere in the Western New York Theater of Operations. And don't forget, hard to believe, four weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, We're going to be launching three new Gurkha brands, including the Gurkha Chateau Prevay, the Gurkha Ghost Gold, as well as the Gurkha Marquesa, plus three great existing Gurkha brands, including the Royal Challenge. Everybody will receive six cigars when they uh, enter. A nice goodie bag. Got some special gifts that they will enjoy. We're going to have probably 20, 30 different spirits that people will enjoy. Craft brews from Hamburg Brewing. Great food. Tickets, all VIP ticketed event. Info and tickets, CigarDave.com. The General is now on Instagram.
0: Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. <laughs> that could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Dave. Authority on cigars,
1: spirits, diversions, and the good life. The General Cigar Dave. Well, I can tell you there's much good life here in the Vegas Theater of Operations where we have uh, moved Command Center Alpha for our special pre-cigar retailers convention edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Just about half an hour, I will mosey right on over to the Las Vegas Convention Center I'll expose myself to some 110-degree heat just for about three minutes on the walk over. No problem. We can handle it. And then we'll be spending all day and tomorrow as well as Monday in the convention hall, and we have exclusive international premium cigar and pipe retailers convention coverage for you beginning this coming Monday. Monday all day starting at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be roaming the show floor and uh, – providing you the latest and greatest info and intel from the IPCPR convention. Go to CigarDave.com. That can be your hub. Also, the Cigar Dave mobile app, our video stream, exclusive video stream, will uh, take place beginning at 1 o'clock. It'll go on and off intermittently as we move from booth to booth and then do a big, giant walk-around. And our coverage of the 2018 IPCPR convention this Monday, beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern time, presented by Davidoff, Alec Bradley, Drew Estate, And Gurkha. Now, speaking of cigars, the FDA had a warning label requirement that was going to go into effect the middle of August, where these absolutely horrific, giant, horrific warning labels had to be placed on cigars uh, and cigar boxes. Just a horrible. Uh, it's the same warning labels, but basically they have to be much bigger than what we've seen on these cigar boxes the last, I don't know, 15 years or so. These things had to, I think, cover at least 40% of the box, the front, the sides, the inside. Absolutely atrocious. And so the various cigar associations went to court. The International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, the Cigar Association of America, the Cigar Rights Association the uh, organiz- Cigar Rights of America, they all went and filed a, uh, a suit. There's a lo- an ongoing lawsuit between those organizations and the FDA. Well, earlier in the week, D.C. Court Judge Amit Mehta issued an injunction that prohibits the FDA from enforcing its cigar warning label requirements. It has been a major, major source of tension ongoing legal uh, battle going back and forth because the costs are going to be uh, burdensome. There's still a lot of uncertainty about it. And what has happened is the those trade organizations, the IPCPR, the CRA, the CAA, filed suit, and the FDA has come out saying, we're going to take another look at the whether we should exclude premium cigars. So they opened up a propo- notice of proposed rulemaking where basically all the concerned parties, whoever wants to make comments and present their Case findings, the cigar industry is saying we shouldn't be regulated. Premium cigars should be exempt because it's not smoked by kids. There's no nicotine addiction, so on and so forth. And part of the cigar association's logic is, wait a minute, why should we have to conform to these new regulations when they could be thrown out the window? In the meantime, it'll cost us a ton of money, and it'll be a logistical nightmare. And it's just a burdensome issue. Well, the deadline was coming up. It's a temporary reprieve, so basically the judge has come up and said, okay, you've got a temporary injunction. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's a 60-day, 60- uh, 60 or 90-day injunction while things get sorted out. So that is good news. There is some relief for the cigar industry. Is it over? The answer is no. But I can tell you that there is going to be major discussions the next couple of days while I'm roaming the floors of the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention, talking about the FDA legislation, talking about the FDA lawsuit, talking about everything that has a tremendous effect, a negative effect, on the premium cigar industry. And I got a kick out of this. While I was you know, uh, uh, reading this story on the FDA, I happened to catch another story about the FDA, that people have been getting sick from eating something called I Am Healthy Original Creamy Soy Nut Butter, for more than two months, when a uh, 59-year-old gentleman who lives in Boston um, put on some of that soy nut butter on an English muffin and ended up getting very, very sick because of contamination by E. coli bacteria and literally had to get, thro- get put in the hospital, developed a deadly type of kidney failure, and the doctor said he's probably not going to make it, He was able to survive, but he's got numerous health issues, and people are now ticked off at the FDA because the FDA dragged their feet. It was two months between the first person that got sick by eating that soy nut butter on January 4th and the recall that the FDA issued on March 3rd, and then expanded three more times on March 10th. And my whole feeling about the FDA is the Food and Drug Administration. Regulate food, protect our food supply, and drugs. We want Safe drugs, safe food supply. The FDA can't even regulate food. And now they want to regulate premium cigars or cigars, tobacco in general? I'm sorry, but I have been from the get-go saying the FDA has no business in our humidors. The FDA has no business in anything except maintaining the safety of our food supply as well as the drug supply, the pharmaceuticals that we consume. And I get a kick out of, uh, uh, I always said this, the FDA couldn't even regulate the safety of dog treats coming from China. All these dogs, some of them were sick and were killed. That's why I never buy any food product from China, period. And one of the things that I talked about, I think it was about a year or so ago on the show, that many of the poultry producers here in the United States wanted to be able to ship their slaughtered chickens and turkeys to China for processing. And my answer is, why the hell do we have to send our slaughtered chickens and turkey that are going to be consumed by Americans to China to process, then to ship back? Because they're going to save a couple of nickels? I wouldn't eat anything from China. Period. I don't trust anything from China. I wouldn't let my dog, my two dogs, Sultan and Baron, have dog treats. If it's not from the United States of America, they don't eat it. And I don't... Uh, give them treats with all the chemicals and all the other nonsense and junk that you see in a lot of these dog treats. But my feeling is, if the FDA can't regulate damn dog treats from China, why in the hell, why in the hell should they spend their time regulating premium cigars that bother no one? The answer is because, again, we have these pleasure zealots, these pleasure zealot Nazis And people say, well, wait a minute, General, you're using the Nazis? You know, Democrats call Republican Nazis? Ah, go to your history and look at what the Nazis outlawed. They wanted outlaw smoking and certain foods. Hitler was proud of the fact that he was a vegan. I rest my case. They wanted to take away people's rights to enjoy certain products. So when I use the term pleasure Nazis, I'm not calling them Third Reich Nazis, but I'm calling them in a similar vein in what the Nazis wanted to do in dictating... An authoritarian state, what they wanted people to eat and consume. And these pleasure zealots, pleasure Nazis, will rest at nothing until they take away everybody's right to make their own informed choices, their own decisions. I don't need the government telling me, hey, you shouldn't be buying dog treats or any food from China. I'm smart enough to know I don't trust the Kami Pinko Chinese. I wouldn't eat any food that comes from China. And when I see some of these big uh, poultry producers wanting to send uh, food and birds slaughtered here to China for processing, out of the purview of the FDA, I don't think so. The FDA is the Food and Drug Administration. Not the FDPCA, Food, Drug, Premium Cigar Administration. Food and drug, let's keep the FDA to that. And this gentleman in Boston that ate uh, soy nut butter. Tremendous health problems because the FDA dragged their asses for two months from the time the first person was sickened until the time that they issued a recall warning. Two months. Doesn't take you that long to test for E. coli. And shame on the company, by the way, that didn't immediately jump on top of it and voluntarily recall it. Going to be some serious lawsuits on that. But the FDA should stick to what it knows best, or at least theoretically should know best, food and drugs. Stay out of my premium humidor. July selection for the Cigar Dave
0: Officers Club is a Syndicato sampler, including particulares. This cigar incorporates 100% Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a puro blend that mimics the classic Cuban profile. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com.
1: Fellow Alphas, we are cutting edge when it comes to technology. And state of the art technology demands that we have the Cigar Dave Show available for you 24 7, 365, anywhere on the planet. And that's why we keep continuing to improve the Cigar Dave mobile app for iPhone and for Android. If you do not have the Cigar Dave mobile app, you are missing out on the ability to listen to the Cigar Dave Show live. On your mobile device, Saturday noon to 2 Eastern time. We also play a continuous loop after the show. And we also have podcasts available on demand, in addition to numerous other features. So do not delay. Go to the App Store, either in iOS, the Apple Store, or Android, and download the Cigar Dave mobile app. Just search Cigar Dave, and you can listen to The Cigar Dave Show 24-7, 365. Never miss an episode Download the Cigar Day mobile app right now.
3: America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it.
0: Cigar Dave Show, your passport to unabashed pleasure.
1: There will be much pleasure here in Las Vegas for the next three days. The site of the 2018 International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Convention. Just about 15 minutes, I'll make my way over from my hotel where I am conducting broadcast maneuvers. I have relocated Command Center Alpha to a giant humidor 1A, and that will be at the Las Vegas Convention Center as we uh, get set to bring you exclusive coverage beginning this Monday, this coming Monday, July 16th, beginning 1 p.m. Eastern time. We'll provide exclusive video coverage presented by Alec Bradley, Drew Estate, Davidoff, and Gurkha. Very excited. Go to CigarDave.com Monday at 1 o'clock as well as the Cigar Dave mobile app. We'll also be uh, uh, broadcasting our video feeds, our live video feeds, on Facebook and Twitter, as well as, uh, I think, uh, YouTube. Well, maybe, no, not YouTube Live, but we'll have everything at CigarDave.com, and then the replays and everything will be at a special page on CigarDave.com. So just go to CigarDave.com. We'll have all the ways that you can uh, watch. Just uh, set a note for yourself, a reminder so you can catch all the action because the Cigar Retailers Convention not open to the public. We bring you in with our exclusive video coverage right into the various booths. Ah, Sergeant Steve, yes, push notifications on the mobile app. That's right. So if you have the mobile app and enable push notifications, we'll send you a reminder about five minutes before. Hey, 1 o'clock, we're going to be coming to you live from the Cigar Retailers Convention in Vegas. As I was flying out yesterday... Uh, I was listening on the Wi-Fi through one of my mobile apps to the testimony of Peter Strzok in front of the congressional uh, committees, the uh, disgraced FBI agent. And the entire time, he kept trying to make the correlation that what I said in my personal text, which clearly showed his bias, had no effect whatsoever, no effect, on my investigations of Hillary Clinton or on the Trump-Russian meddling, or the Russian meddling into our election and supposed Trump collusion. No effect. The guy is a blatant sack of garbage liar, full of poppycock, man. Just looking at the guy, I said he is an enemy of truth, and he is an enemy of America. And I don't want to hear this nonsense, well, I've served the FBI for 22 years. I'm sorry. His actions have disgraced himself and the FBI. And the overwhelming majority of FBI agents, because I know many of them, I know a lot in Tampa and some other cities that are big followers and listeners of the show, smoke cigars with many of them, they are embarrassed by this whole thing. And it's the, the, the what's rotting is the uh, the top of the plant, and that was Comey, that was Strzok, that was some of the other clowns that we saw, uh, McCabe, the top guys, that was the, the really the part of the plant, the FBI plant that is rotting. When you look at the the uh, uh, the really the what I call the blue collar FBI guys, the agents, the investigators, the guys that make the FBI run in the local offices, they're great. They don't get involved in this politics, and they're embarrassed as hell by what they have seen from the top of the FBI. And and when Comey to for Comey to suggest and McCabe, and even Strzok that, oh, the agents were just so disappointed when Comey got fired. I can tell you, there's not one agent that I've talked to, and i probably talked to at least 30, 30 that I know, that privately said nobody is shedding a tear. They didn't like Comey. They didn't care for Comey. He really was a political animal, as people discovered, and he inflicted harm on the FBI and on the FBI's reputation. So when I see Peter Strzok sitting there, and how about those taxocrats... And those Dems yesterday, trying to, these BS procedural rulings and point of orders, they are enemies of the truth. It is really shameful that the Democrats, the taxocrats, are so, just so such political bastards that they can't even see the truth or willing to hear the truth. I remind people that during the Nixon investigation, it was the Republicans, led by Senator Howard Baker, a Republican, same party as Nixon at the time, that exposed The Watergate break-in was the one that said, we have to find where this leads, period. And it was the Republicans. Unfortunately, today, the Democrats put politics above country instead of country above politics. Every Democrat, you know, two Democrats, here's a little joke that uh, somebody told me yesterday. Two Democrats are falling from the top of the Empire State Building. Which one hits first, hits the ground first? Answer, who cares, as long as they hit. Oh! Oh, I know I'm going to get some of the enemies of pleasure saying, oh, my God, Cigar Dave called for the death of Democrats. No, I did not. It is a joke. It is a joke. Although there's a couple. No, I'm not even going to go there. Just kidding. I'm having fun. We are kidding. I'm politically incorrect, and I'm proud of it. So for those of you Democrats that want to go into your safe space right now and cry and jump up and down, go ahead. But you're not going to change me. I'm politically incorrect and proud of it. All right. How many times have we seen now that we hear about these peanut allergies incessantly? Everybody's got a peanut allergy. You know, all of a sudden, I remember as a kid, and you probably remember as well, every birthday party we went to, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Sergeant Steve, you are younger than I am. Uh, I think about, what, 14 years, something like that? Yeah, somewhere around there. All right. When you were a kid, tuna fish sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, pizza. Was that about right? Yeah, absolutely. All the time. Did you ever see any one of your friends with a peanut allergy? No. I didn't either. This is like a recent phenomenon, and I think it boils down to the coddled generation. These kids whose parents say, oh, don't drink from a garden hose. You can only drink purified water. You can't drink tap water. You can't have this unless it comes out of a bottle. I'm telling you, I believe we never saw peanut allergies like this. And what doctors are saying now is because kids aren't being exposed to these things when they're young, that causes a problem. Now, there's some kids that genuinely have a peanut allergy. They're saying there's supposedly now 4% of Americans have peanut allergies, an extreme minority. But we're seeing larger numbers of kids, younger kids that have this. And doctors now theorize that it's because kids are not being exposed to many foods when they're young. That's the time your body, you know, you're exposed to it, you're used to it. I can tell you, I never heard the word peanut allergy or peanut allergen until like seven, eight years ago. Didn't exist. We grew up, everybody had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You wanted a snack, peanut butter on crackers, peanut butter sandwiches. It was at every birthday party, every party. Well, Southwest Airlines was pretty much the last bastion of of an airline that was still doling out free peanuts on their planes. They were serving bags of free peanuts. And for a while, they had the regular, then they went to the honey roasted peanuts, and I think they went back to the regular peanuts. But I did get a kick out of it. I, I remember a number of years ago, I think it was maybe in 2000, so it was like 17, 18 years ago, I remember reading an article that they, they, they directed their peanut vendor, the company that puts the peanuts in the bags, to put in three less peanuts because it would save the airline 300 grand a year. So instead of getting, like, one bag, I just asked for a second or third or fourth bag because I like peanuts. Well, now Southwest Airlines ending their practice of serving bags of peanuts for free on its flights in deference to people who are now allergic to peanuts.
3: I just got them three weeks ago on a flight with Southwest when I was returning back from Dallas.
1: Ah, but wait, as Ron Popeil would say, Sergeant Steve, but wait, there's more. You beat me to the punchline it begins on august 1st uh-huh. so you still have now about two more weeks to enjoy southwest airlines peanuts on southwest flights with the three short less peanuts in each bag so southwest can save 300 grand a year the uh, southwest in a uh, press release said peanuts forever will be part of southwest history and dna however to ensure the best onboard experience for everyone, especially for customers with peanut-related allergies, we've made the difficult decision to discontinue serving peanuts on all flights beginning August 1. Free pretzels will still be offered and other snacks such as cookies and chips, but don't worry. I guarantee you we will there's just a matter of time before we have somebody that says, "I'm allergic. I'm allergic to the flour in 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 pretzels, therefore, you got to discontinue that. Or I'm allergic to the salt. If I smell the salt in a potato chip, I'm going to get an allergic reaction, and I could go into anaphylactic shock. Guarantee you, there's going to be somewhere along the line somebody's going to complain about it. Now, Southwest said that uh, in, uh, that customers with peanut and peanut dust allergies could still board flights early. To wipe down seats and tray tables. That's nice. So if if somebody... Now, it doesn't say whether or not... I believe I can still bring my own peanuts, and nobody's going to stop me. If I want my own peanuts, I'm going to bring them on the airplane. And I've done that times before. Now I don't travel Southwest that much. However, if I did go on Southwest, I would definitely buy peanuts ahead of time because I enjoy peanuts and enjoy some cashews. But this, to me, is just another example of the wussification of America. These kids now are coddled. Now, people will say, well, wait, General, there are legitimate allergies. Okay, fine. But we've seen an explosion in these allergies because kids are being coddled. And that is the story in and of itself. Coddling these little wussified snowflakes. Don't forget, four weeks from today, the Cigar Day Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, Buffalo, New York, presented by Gurkha Cigars as we launch three of their new cigars. All-inclusive VIP ticketed event. You get a giant buffet. You get six great cigars, a nice goodie bag, samples of great spirits. It's live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show. Info and tickets, CigarDave.com. Tickets filling up fast. Don't forget this coming Monday, this Monday, beginning 1 p.m. Eastern time, exclusive coverage of the Cigar, a correction, of the Cigar uh, International Premium and Cigar Pipe Retailers Convention. Check CigarDave.com. Download the mobile app. I'm on my way to the IPCPR convention to enjoy some great cigars. May your humidor always be full. Ciao, ciao.